Welcome. Welcome. Standardized food glops. It's the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research, with a special pocket-sized episode about research that makes people laugh, then think. If you like what you hear today, consider supporting us at our website, improbable.com. Here's fluid dynamicist Nicole Sharp. When food manufacturers put nutrition info on their labels, they can either A, invent the numbers and risk going to prison, or B, chemically analyze the food to see how much of it is saturated fat or sodium or vitamin A or some other particular nutrient, mineral, or vitamin. The analytical chemists, if they are honest and honorable, must know whether they can trust their own measurements. And so they test their equipment by first analyzing some officially measured and certified Typical. Food stuff. The food stuff must be... Typical. If they are to do the job properly. For just $839, one can buy the essence of an officially measured and certified... Typical diet. Officially prepared and bottled by the U.S. government's National Institute of Standards and Technology, an institution better known as NIST, N-I-S-T. The money gets you 12 grams of blended... Freeze-dried homogenate of mixed diet foods. Delivered in a pair of six-ounce bottles. An accompanying NIST document called... Certificate of Analysis, Standard Reference Material 1548A, Typical Diet. Makes no claims as to tastiness. The certificate notes that these possibly delicious dollops are... Not for human consumption. Each portion contains a soupçon of mystery, a hint of inexactitude in its numbers. The certificate of analysis makes mention of uncertainties that may reflect only measurement precision, may not include all sources of uncertainty, or may reflect a lack of sufficient statistical agreement among multiple methods. Nicole, what is meant when people speak of measurement precision? A, an instrument will typically give you, uh, take for example, your typical scale that you might have in your bathroom. Chances are, if you have a digital scale, it might tell you your weight to one-tenth of a pound. That defines the precision of the instrument, whether it tells you that everything to within one pound or half a pound or 0.1 pounds, that's the measurement precision. This particular certificate goes on to mention, with a metaphorical twirling of its mustache and twinkling of its eyes, that there is insufficient information to make an assessment of the uncertainties. Despite the imprecision, it would be wrong, very wrong, to say that the diet is slopped together carelessly. To the contrary, it was prepared from menus used for the metabolic studies at the Human Study Facility of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Food items in prescribed quantities representing a four-day menu cycle were pooled slash combined into a master menu. The material was freeze-dried, pulverized, sieved, and radiation sterilized at a dose of 2.5 millirads to prevent bacterial growth. What are millirads? It's a measure of the dose of radiation. What is a rad? I don't know the exact uh, unit. Like, I don't know exactly what it represents. You know this definition only imprecisely. Exactly. After that first stage of preparation, then the substance is... Blended, bottled, and sealed under nitrogen. What does it mean that something is sealed under nitrogen? 
You could seal something in a pure nitrogen environment to ensure that there's no oxygen present that might be used by any microbes that are still present in the material. What would happen if there were oxygen that was used by any microbes present in the material? Well, then you could have the kind of problem that you get uh, with canning that's done improperly, and you end up instead producing a, a lovely source of food for some microbacteria that could make somebody very sick. In addition to the typical diet, NIST produces items conceivably of appeal to more specialized palates. Baby food composite, peanut butter, baking chocolate, meat homogenate, and Lake Superior fish tissue. Fat, fatty acid, pesticides, polychlorinated biphenyls, also known as PCBs, mercury, and methylmercury. NIST offers many kinds of useful and, to the connoisseur, delightful standard reference materials. That's what they're called, standard reference materials. The NIST catalog of these runs to 145 pages in length. Prospective purchasers can peruse page after page of bodily fluids and glops, among them bilirubin, cholesterol, and ascorbic acid in frozen human serum. There are other specialty products in dizzying variety. Toxic metals in bovine blood, navel brass, domestic sludge, and plutonium-242 solution. To name four. Prices are mostly in the $300 to $600 range. At the high end, you will find New York and New Jersey waterway sediment for $610. There are bargains to be had, including an item called Cigarette Ignition Strength, Standard. That's on offer at one carton which contains 200 cigarettes, for $192. Alas, multi-drugs of abuse in urine was out of stock last time I looked. Nicole, do you happen to know what that phrase means or might mean, multi-drugs of abuse in urine? My best guess is it's something that you can compare urine to for somebody who might have been abusing multiple drugs. In your career as a scientist, you have not run across this phrase until now. No, I have not. Nor, as far as you're aware, have you run across packages containing whatever this is? No, I haven't worked in any biology labs. Do you think it's confined just to biology labs? No, that might make its way into chemistry as well, and definitely in forensics. Forensics. Do all scientists want to work at least briefly in forensics? I don't know about all scientists. I mean, I, I haven't really had uh, the desire to do that personally. It seems kind of messy. Any other thoughts about any of these substances? I have to say meat homogenate sounds not delicious. You've been listening, if you've been listening, to a special pocket-sized episode of the Improbable Research Podcast. I invite, advise, and implore you to subscribe to the magazine, The Annals of Improbable Research. Six new issues a year. And get yourself some back issues, too. Also, get lots of details about the Ig Nobel Prizes and the winners and the ceremonies and how we're coping with the copious constraints of the COVID-19 pandemic and about how you can help via our Patreon. All this at our website, improbable.com. It's possible that Seth Glicksman is the Improbable Production Assistant. Next time on this podcast, we'll look at something or other. And Till then, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs>